0: spider verse welcome to episode lucky 13 of the italian spider-man coalition podcast we are a spider-man themed podcast with a goomba twist and proud members of the batman podcast network hosted by batman on film i am one of your co-hosts of the coalition i'm the Area of the coalition peter m vera and i can't do this alone i have two fine gentlemen with me today um let me introduce the captain of the coalition nico caruso nico how you
1: doing buddy Sir, I'm good, and I always remember that 13, for a lot of people, is an unlucky number, but for Italians, it is a lucky number, so I'm glad you brought that up. It's it was, it's my lucky number. It's what I used to wear for baseball, oh, and awesome.
0: no family is complete without a godfather, and we have our very own. You've heard him around the internet, and uh, he goes by another name, but here, we call him Papa Webb. Everyone, Nicholas Caruso, Sr.
2: Absolutely happy to be back recording it's it's cool too it's october and it's number 13 yeah. it's almost sitting it, isn't it it just feels right
1: feels
0: right yeah we'll, we'll go with that and not our laziness i think that's a <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a, a much more uh, strategic yeah reason. absolutely
0: uh and as always we've got a we've been gone for a few months so last time you heard us was the summertime so we've got uh we've got the comic book piles up we've got uh we've got a movie to talk about and uh we got a little bit of news uh from the summer involving uh just the, uh, the the wild and wacky webs that is the Sony, whatever you want to call that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> whatever the Sony-verse the, is. Sony-verse.
0: But uh, first, let's get into it. We're going to talk about Amazing Spider-Man. Um, I believe, what is this? Is this volume six or five? I can't remember. I think it's six. Is, is it, it six? F- let's go with It might that. be five.
2: I think it's volume five. It might it be five. five. Might be
0: six. Let's see. It's volume five. So, okay. So, volume, volume five, five yep. Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, Legacy issue <laughs> 900, but it's actually number six, seven, and eight. Um let's get right into it. Uh issue six was I think a phenomenal issue overall, oversized issue for the anniversary, obviously, featuring the Sinister Seven. Um, I thought it was really interesting. Leading off, we get this uh the book, the main story uh about the living brain and Peter and uh well Spider-Man and uh the uh him you know working with the Sinister Six. I thought it was really great overall. Um guys what did you think about this uh, particular story because I think there's like three more after it
2: Yeah you know this story was great and when I picked up the book obviously I knew it was going to be uh a little bit bigger of a version and I was surprised at actually how many pages there are in it but the story is great and the fact that it references something from like the the living brain a story that took place so long ago
1: yeah
2: like literally 60 years ago
1: mm-hmm. and I'd that look they- it up.
2: Me too. I had completely forgotten about yeah, it. And, you know, it was great to be able to go back into that time and then come back here into the modern day and make it relevant. And And the story has everything as far as I'm concerned. It's not only do you get to see the Doc Ock and the living brain and really the whole cast and crew of the Spider-Man um, friends and family, but it really packs a pretty powerful emotional, mm-hmm. um, the crux of who Spider-Man is, mm-hmm. and and what and it, it the ending and we're gonna get into it, but the ending with the brain and when he tells him happy birthday, it, it's crazy. It was really really well done.
1: Yeah, man, it's a really good one. Just because first and foremost, it's fun. Anytime you get the Sinister Six involved, that's a W for me. And mm-hmm. it was cool, the fact that he had to work with them. And there's a, a lot of really nice humor around that. Like, okay, I have to let him out. And then they're like, are we really doing this? And then he ends up having to fight him one more time again because you always have to. You, when you work with the villains, they're never going to be able to stay good that whole time. Um, I you love- know what they say,
2: right? What? No one stays good in this world. Yeah,
1: no one stays, no one stays good damn it um, but the one thing I really really like about this issue is the whole question you know who is who is Spider-Man um, is it's kind of a red hearing in the way of what the living brain actually means you know so the whole issue it's actually too concerned with who who exactly he is and it just turns out you know who he is is a hero and that's what matters most of all and it knew that he was Peter the whole time but it really found out what Spider-Man was Um, And then I will say, I will say the only other thing is um, this is the first time he sees, I think, Flash Thompson since he's back to life now. And I know some people were complaining because it's a really quick like, oh, hey, Flash sort of thing. Um, I I remember that being funny. He says something like, um, uh, glad you're alive again or something. (laughs) It's very meta. People were like okay yeah wait because he comes back in the venom stuff or he came back to life in all the venom stuff that came when did out, he without... die i
0: don't actually remember flash dying the last i don't thing...
1: remember his death either okay so this um, had to have
0: happened in, in a venom, Agent venom i think story. it happened
1: it must have happened in one of the venom runs prior to kate's because he comes back to life in that kate's run and in like king and black and everything
0: okay i feel like i feel like i, I stopped reading that venom run after oh man it started off with venom like inhabiting somebody else it wasn't eddie brock and then it it eventually eventually the symbiote went back to eddie brock at some point so i stopped reading the the venom run before kate's actually even joined on
1: oh okay yeah wasn't it gargan (laughs) wasn't the scorpion who had the symbiote no it was I,
0: i forget who it was i believe i think he was like an asian guy who just got out of prison
1: Okay. He was like a big oh, hulking
0: dude. I know what you're talking about now. Talking yeah. About, I
1: never read that run. It
0: was, it was actually pretty good. And then I think they made, they, once they started going deep into like Eddie's family, I, I kind of lost interest. I feel you. Um,
1: that whole party. I, I know though, Donnie
0: loves it. Donnie or uh, uh, Green. Donnie Stegman. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That whole party's awkward though. Like just everybody there. And
1: um, oh, yeah. He, no, he it's, obviously it's comes so in awkward. early. And mm-hmm.
2: it's just funny the amount of, Characters that they're able to kind of squeeze in there, yeah, and I, and they really all do play a part in it when they obviously when the living brain kind of confronts them yeah. and has them trapped. It, it it really good. I mean, well written. I thought.
0: I thought that using the tentacles to get Spider-Man's attention via Doc Ock was pretty brilliant. Yeah, right. you know, how how Doc Ock and all the uh, we all, all the other villains are kidnapped by the Living Brain. But somehow the tentacles were able to escape and, you know, latch onto Jameson, which then in turns gets Spider-Man active because anything, you know, like he thinks Doc Ock's up to something, but it's not. He needs its help. And I thought that was really cool. I like how these tentacles can, you know, essentially detach from Doc Ock and they have a, a mind of their own. Absolutely. Because, like, usually like, you know, I feel like, I mean, I'm so Ramy's version just sticks in my head. How it just like sure. fused to his body right? I, I thought that was really cool. And I really was like wondering, did the living brain uh kind of pave the way for a character, a DC character, like a Mozo? Because it seems like he created this Android that has all these villains powers. And that that was the first thing I that popped to my head because I'm not really too familiar with the living brain. It's a very old story. So I was like, oh, wow, this is interesting. And just this big old hulking menace of Electro, right. you know, Mysterio. That is a Hulk. good
1: point. I didn't well, know it was there,
2: what, Yeah, DC had, wasn't it the Adaptoid, the super Adaptoid that was able to... Who was uh, that first? I, I don't know who was first. I really don't. But I mean, it's, it's a trope that's been used in the past, mm-hmm. but it, it's effective here. And, and what's equally, I think, great is the fact that when they start obviously arguing amongst each other, And ultimately, it's like their defeat comes because they can never truly work together. They can't be there who wants to be in charge. Right. The other thing I thought was really cool was how we've seen them team up before, but they kind of throw a reference back to the Amazing Spider-Man Annual 1 when they they say, well, the last time we fought them, we did it one at a time. Yeah. And this time we're going to do it together. To me, that's how I kind of thought that. I was like, wow, it's a pretty cool shout out to probably one of the greatest annuals in the history of, of comics of ever possibly ever
1: i will say i dug the artwork in here too. Oh, yeah. you know it wasn't uh jr jr does the cover I believe, was but it Bagley, um Bagley? it's uh i think it's ed mcginnis is on the inside oh i see yeah um okay. and i actually really dig it. it it definitely feels different like there's some interesting shots when like it zooms in on jameson and stuff and it looks like his head is larger than his body in certain instances
0: um okay (laughs) but
1: um it was still cool especially when he you know he's fighting with the sinister six a couple of those splash pages are really cool especially when like he's leading them into the battle against the uh living brain it was pretty awesome
2: it's very comic booky which i i like yeah you know sometimes when they when we get there's so many great artists and so many different styles you can get that realistic look but this is a little cartoony for me but it works here
0: was a little cartoony and
2: i think it it really works through the six really good and anytime electro's got the bolts on the yeah. head you know you know pete i i don't accept him any other way i
1: you i mean like i do the, accept jamie like fox the tattooed face
2: no, I don't like that. No.
1: <laughs> what we need to talk about is the ending here. We get our guy gets a little kiss with a black cat for his birthday. A little Uh-oh. kiss like this. Well,
0: yeah. Well, we, we do know that uh, Peter and MJ seem to be on the outs, apparently. Like, yeah. uh, they do. When this, when this volume started, MJ uh, apparently was married with stepkids. So a lot has changed. Um, yeah. A
1: lot has changed in these last uh, six what? months. Yeah. Because it's still, what, six months since this thing happened? Mm -hmm. that's where this that's where this run opens up it's six months after something where either peter was gone or he did something yeah we just don't know what that something is we
2: have no idea
1: we've been kind
0: of hanging in limbo the only part of the book that was too comic booky for me was the part where they're like showing how the sinister six are captured but sandman's head is outside the box
1: yeah, like, yeah wouldn't, wouldn't
0: he be able to escape that way?
1: Like, right. I feel like he would. I, <laughs> I feel was, like he would be able to get out. I thought out that
0: there. was pretty funny, and I appreciate you pointing out that McGinnis drew this because now that I'm thinking about it, this is the most un Ed McGinnis book I've ever seen. Like, when I think of Ed McGinnis, I think of like Superman, Batman, like, uh, what's that, uh, uh where uh, Lex uh, pits everyone against him and he makes them so bubbly and it's is
2: that public enemies? Is that what Publi- it is? Yes, that's what it is, yeah. public enemies. Yep.
0: And here, I know. his Spider-Man is very toned down. That's why I thought it was Bagley because it just seems like that right, yeah. I'm looking at like the party, and I was like, this this feels more like Ed McGuinness now that I actually pay attention to it. I get there's a lot of artists on here, so
2: I could. It, I, I it's interesting in that it. you brought that up. I I never really cared for that art of it's, the it's Superman like Batman Frank
0: Miller to an extreme,
2: right? And remember, they made figures off it too, and I I just yeah. I didn't dig it. I didn't buy any of those. I. They're,
0: I always thought the, the Ben Affleck Batman looked, in, especially in BVS, looked a little bit mcginnis he,
2: he Absolutely, you know. A little bulky. They look, they actually just look short and stubby. is, is actually yeah. what they look like, mm-hmm. to be honest with you.
0: But And I'm looking at him like, man, he he draws a pretty lean-looking Spider-Man. Like I, really I'm, good I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah, I was impressed. And all the characters are great. The living brain, there's lots of details. Like McGinnis is doing fabulous. I mean, when the robot is just full, you know, a mozoed out, like the details from Electro's mask to Craven's uh, uh, Lion's Mane, Sandman, all that stuff. like th- No expense spared. He did a fantastic job. Uh, and what I imagine is a very detailed book.
2: And, and you know, Pete, sometimes you, you get these legacy issues and they never really live up to it. Yeah, This is one of the better ones that I can remember in years Yeah, of, I think, really paying, not only paying homage to the character, but giving you a really good, fun action story, but yet at the core of it, you find yourself at the end. I know I did because I love Spider Man so much, like getting emotional again.
0: I think it's the mm. best,
1: and, like, 100 issues since 500. I think so too. I think it's the best one since yeah. 500. I'll give you that. You know, when you charge $10 for a book, yeah,
0: <laughs> it could be a bit much, but I th- there's only one real story I didn't enjoy in this, and uh, so like. You know if I get two out of three, I think I'm that's pretty solid, you know. Um, yeah. so overall, I really enjoyed the main issue. Um, I thought it was fun, lots of great callbacks. It felt very vintage. Um, I appreciated that I, a lot of this run feels very vintage for me, mm-hmm. very Sorry, much. The fact that everyone does. seems to know Peter Parker, Spider Man, which right. still bothers me, but we'll get into that. That actually plays a factor in the next two issues. But, um, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of what Wells is doing. Um, overall, I you know. I I'm starting to like this a little bit more than what Spencer's doing. I know a lot of people didn't like that run. Um, Everyone seems to love the slot run, but uh, I think what Wells is doing is pretty good. He's doing, he's taking things I don't normally like and I'm enjoying them. And I appreciate that.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a great point. I love how you brought up. It feels vintage because it does. It feels even though there's a lot of stuff happening, especially in this in this issue with the living rain, it does feel very grounded. It does feel very self-contained. It does feel like these classic Spidey stories where there's something going on. We see the personal stuff. We see him interacting with, you know, his supporting characters. And it just feels like Spidey. And it's not relying. My problem with a lot of the Spencer run, especially the the ending of it is All the all the callbacks, and you know, it was a story that was made around a story that happened, you know, in Sin's past. So I like that this isn't really worried about so far. It's just telling its own story. It's not relying or trying to build off of, you know, a past story that was maybe controversial or something like that. It's not trying to rewrite anything. It's just letting a Spider-Man story exist, and I really appreciate that.
2: Yeah, and I mean, as we get into the, I mean, you guys want to talk about the backup stories? Yeah, I personally read them so fast that i i I was not a fan of either story to be honest with you
0: better late than never yeah the ending was funny to me i thought the ending worked but getting to that even though getting to that like final page i felt like was a chore yeah you know i kind of dug peter kind of having to put on like sweatpants and pretend to be spider-man right like i thought that was funny that was funny but getting to it, it it took a little bit of effort um the Jimmy Kimmel story I didn't enjoy at all. No. Yeah, I didn't like all. that one. No. I appreciate the artwork, but I was like, this just seems weird. It seemed it almost felt unmysterious to me.
2: Yep. It
0: um, was like it it, it
2: it was a weird inclusion. It's a bore. Yeah. I'm just being honest with you guys. Like the you know, it's funny. I, I grew up in an era where backup stories would be part of detective comics and you'd have Hawkman in there and you'd yeah. have a bunch of stuff, Flash or Greenlander, or Green Arrow, i i respect what they do but i and you know some of the batman issues where the main story's not so big and they you know in those anniversary issues they'll cram five six stories in there and you'll get some quality stuff but for something like this i could have done without those i mean i didn't need those two stories in there they did not add anything nor are they particularly memorable i appreciate that they did them but to me it was just like a, a chore to get through them like i was just really plodding along and being like feeling like i had to read it because it was there yeah but
0: i get and this is something that dc comics does a lot more than marvel yep Uh, you know uh the the back there's backup stories in detective there's backup stories oh there were some good ones in detective yeah Yeah. detective was really good um i haven't been i know wonder woman has it in, in young diana i haven't been enjoying that myself so i haven't been reading that as much but um it's definitely more of a dc than a marvel thing like you said daddy Bats. uh you just mm. i i can't tell you how many back issues of neil adams comics i have that have green green arrow at the end you know so great yeah there, there's so many of those and Absolutely. i think i have more green arrow comics that green arrow detective comics than i do actual green arrow comics
2: you know and i've always wondered too like in this in this modern age of comics why they don't do that more to i, I think it would be cool i mean with the price they're charging so yeah, Price goes
0: up, though, because well, they put more pages.
2: Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, I don't sometimes I, know. Sometimes, I, to sometimes me it, it works, sometimes it doesn't. It does. You're right. You're right.
0: But uh, the final story of uh, issue six, Save the Date, I actually thought was great. It's only two pages, yeah. but it feels... I, I just appreciate the ending. You know, Peter's trying to go on a date with Betty Brant, but Peter's Peter being Spider-Man gets in the way, and eventually, you know, Flash and company drives by making fun of them, but he's got the best date he could possibly have in out may so i just i thought it was a very touching story It just sentimental good stuff yeah you know that one felt good to me um so we'll go right into issue seven issue seven uh which i was i thought of you daddy bats this was really fun oh yeah um uh it's it's a vulture centered story Mm -hmm. i don't think we've seen the vulture this brutal in a long time oh my god he's he's really pissed off at peter parker spider-man he thinks uh spider-man has basically uh, turned his granddaughter against him and what i found really interesting and i don't think it's in uh, is just the the overall battle and what did you guys think of the new suit what what is your take on this how do you feel about osborne supplying this suit how do you feel about norman knowing all these details about peter i want to hear your thoughts because this is the one thing that kind of irks me about this run is just how many people know who he is Spider-Man is a previous stage? stage.
2: Well, first and foremost, I'm fascinated because we really don't know what's going on still. And there's this mystery of what happened and that's always in the back of my mind. So I, I enjoy this. I have no problem because I'm reading it knowing that there's going to be a payoff and an answer at some point, but, so I I like the thing, you know, Osborne, I'm trying to figure this out too. And, you know, you're finding out obviously that the Sin Eater took away his sins, but Osborne's kind of haunted by it. Peter is unsure of his relationship with him. But the stuff that, besides we'll get into the action with the vulture, the stuff that really, really plays on me emotionally is the Mary Jane stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, there's something about them when, they're chasing each other or they're apart from each other pete it's like a it's like a great love story and it's very tragic to see them not together and try to figure out what the hell's going on and i and i i for the life of me it's so awkward and he gets so upset right when he runs into her Mm -hmm. and osborne kind of like did you plan it are you messing with me what are you doing so the reason that's one of the reasons I love this book, and then you have this incredibly brutal, beautifully drawn like battle with the vulture.
0: Yeah, where really, I've never I seen
2: the vulture exactly. this deadly. I, I, for the first time in like 45 years, I've been reading the vulture. Like, I was terrified of him in this issue. Yeah, he, was, he's he inflicted some real pain on our guy Good. to the point of where you know, we, we don't want to jump ahead to the next issue yet, but. I was like, whoa, I didn't know he had that in him.
0: I'm glad you brought up the whole Mary Jane thing. I left it out. That does work for me because it does work. Like, while I don't like how Norman knows it. It does give Norman, I mean, he, I mean, everyone knows it. So Norman always, he always figured out, but it gives him the ability to play Peter. And then Peter questions it. And you see that as the confrontation in the office before he gets the suit. You could see Peter go at him. Like, don't do, don't screw with me, Norman. Don't do that. You know and I, I get that, and I, I and I enjoy that. Nico, what is your take?
1: So yeah, one for one, it's I love the artwork in this. I think Romita Jr. especially with everything he's doing with the Vulture is awesome. I, I like the Norman inclusion, and it actually uh, solves not solved it it has tempered a worry for me is when i saw the cover and i saw the idea of that suit i was going okay we're going to get norman involved in this different way you know Mm -hmm. the ending of the spencer run definitely tried to adjust norman's character and of course Mm -hmm. what we think of him and i like how the trope of like things just happening and characters just changing on a dime. I like how Peter still doesn't have that full trust in him and he is skeptical and Norman still so has to earn his trust. And um, that just makes that his transition into this, trying to be this new kind of person, Norman, that is just so much more organic. And it's not like, Oh, all of a sudden he's buddy, buddy. He trusts Norman. They're on the same page, but mm. it is cool to know that, which here's a, Another payoff to this in the next issue, but it is cool to think that he is working. I I didn't think I would like the idea that Norman and Peter are working on something Spider-Man together. Um, I actually ended up really enjoying it though. I yeah, I know. Was- I did. I, I
2: know your original question was the suit, but I, I like it. I have no problem with it.
0: Yeah, it, it's. And- it was just weird because the slot run gave us that more of a technologically advanced suit. We've seen it in the MCU, and now it's seemed to come back. Um, it's it's it just it's it's taken a little. The glowing Spider-Man takes a little for me to get used to, and sure. then seeing him on a glider now or mm-hmm. whatever uh, this robot is. Um, although the robot in the uh, in the in the Spider Verse book that just came out, I thought played a, a pretty funny role. So I guess it, it has its advantages, and it's just something I'll have to get used to. But it, it's interesting because I'm wondering like. I just don't always trust Norman. And like you said, Sin Eater has resolved the sins, supposedly. But like, you know, if we just fast forward to issue eight, when Peter's in trouble and he's asking Norman for help, I need the suit, I need the suit. And Norman can't give it to him because he knows if I step foot on that glider, you
1: know, I'm off the wagon. Right? Like, it's, oh, it's the- very relatable. That was the- a really cool... Cool moment yeah. for norman and that's why i said it really pays off in this issue that he right. was trying mm-hmm. to do something for peter that he never did and actually helped spider-man and he was also willing to not get involved because of what could happen and i think that's really cool development for him his self-doubt in his inner conflict is great
2: knowing that it's there and he's yeah. very much aware of it to the point of where he doesn't want to do it the other thing too is that he trusts Peter so much and basically tells him, I need you here with me to keep me in check. Yeah. Which is also very cool, which is why the payoff in this issue is excellent. It's so good. And the battle with the vulture continues. I mean, it is, it is, it is bloody and deadly from the opening page. And it really looks like, again, our guy's in real trouble till he's able to get back to the Oscorp there and get the suit.
0: Issue eight, yeah. And then
2: he really, it's funny. It's funny the dialogue he does have with the vulture. Obviously, when it when it does get resolved, and yeah. he tells him, "So your first inclination upon that was to just kill me, right?" <laughs> and and the vulture's kind of like, "Yeah." Um,
0: I, I like. He's like, "You told my granddaughter I was a murderer." He's like, "Yeah." Do you know what you're doing right now? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. I mean, really good stuff and. You know there have been so many battles with these guys over the years, and I'd be lying to you if I told you I could I could recite one that I thought was particularly memorable. There are some great ones, and I I think in some of these collected editions, Nick, that we're trying to read oh, and sure. catch up on. But this is a nice modern vulture story for me. It, yeah. it cements him has a guy that's clearly still in play yeah. in the Spider Universe. I mean, I know he was in some of that Spencer stuff and did and all that, but. I always like when they take these villains and they get their own time to shine. Yeah. And they can kind of like get flushed out a little bit and their inner turmoil and what they're dealing with. So this is really good vulture stuff, man.
0: It's, it's kind of a throwback, right? Like this, this story seems to be kind of contained within these two issues. It's pretty much revolving around three characters, Peter, Norman, and vulture. And that's really it. And they've gotten 60 pages all to themselves.
2: That's all you need, Pete.
0: It's it, 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 I I couldn't be happier, honestly. Right.
2: With mm-hmm. these
0: two books, I, I, seven and eight are probably the best Spider-Man books I've read in a long time. I would yeah. agree, and I a lot agree. of it has to do with just the, that just the the, the the vulture himself. Like we, he's he was the star of the story. Yeah. I thought he was going to kill him, up I until he, <laughs> up until the right. robot puts the the spiders in his eyes. I mean, right. that's actually a pretty vicious move for Spider-Man. It is. Yeah. Like,
2: and he and and he he has to get. Pretty dirty, Spidey, right? With yeah, the new yeah. gadgets and stuff, because the Vulture basically had him licked,
0: yeah. As he, he is,
2: you know. And was, I never thought swollen. that was possible, right? Whoever thought the Vulture,
0: I know, was capable it's, it's of really taking dangerous. him down like you, that. You know what this reminded me of, and I, I, I don't know if Daddy Bat's going to get this. Nico Mike. Spider-Man Web of Shadows. There's the that video real, game. Yeah, the video game I don't know that. Yeah. There's that one scene where you're above the Fisk Tower, and you have to fight the Vulture above the tower but you've constantly got to shoot your webs at him because he's throwing you away and you're kind of pulling him back. Cause you know, he's got nowhere to go. He's it's yeah. either the vulture or the ground. So you got to keep pulling yourself up to the vulture to fight him or you just fall, fall flat on your face. And that's what I was remembering. And that's the, that's the vibes that got to me. Um, that was, pr- that was a pretty brutal fight in that game, but I, I don't think it holds up to to this one. I I, I think the vulture was really out for bloodier.
2: Hey, you know what it made me think of why it's a damn shame we never got Spider Man 4 yeah. with yeah, Sam Raimi. That
0: previous has leaked. Because the they had to like, fight. I think awesome, I wonder no. if they
2: copied a little bit. We didn't get the glorious Toby Maguire. Well, Pete. The
1: thing that was cool about the way this. That, fight was, it, was it
2: John Malkovich, right? He was going to be the vulture, be right? Yeah, oh my he God. He would be a perfect vulture, huh, Pete?
1: Yeah. No, I, I got no complaints with that. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I like is you just, is aside from the sheer brutalness of the battle just you're right Pete like there was high stakes I thought he was gonna kill him especially it was creative how he brought him really high in the sky and it was like well, dropping him and stuff. I'm like Lord. and then he chose to knock out his web shooters. It's like okay wait he really there's a methodical he got Spidey this. here. Yeah it was really really cool. I also do love how um once again Peter's at his best when he does use his intelligence he realized he had to steer the vulture towards yeah. oscorp i love that I and finally realizes, realizes he's like you're steering me yeah and then he goes oh look it's oscorp this is great and yeah. then... so i i, I really like too how wells is not only i think understanding spider-man and he's telling a really great spider-man story he he also is writing spider-man so well he, and there's he's the right amount of humor he gets the character yeah.
2: dude i'm just just telling you guys this yeah. is a man that Yes, there's technological stuff going on. Yes, but Pete, it's almost like vintage meets modern, and it's a nice mix. And I can't echo what you said enough. You don't need 95 characters in these books, man. Yeah. Let's keep the stories going. Let's keep them kind of centralized on a couple characters, and then whatever it wraps up to, whatever. If there's some big mega Spider-Man event payoff, that's great. But so far, this is really I'm enjoying the building too. I don't know. Something happened. What do you think it is, Nick? I don't know you're pretty good at guessing the stuff.
0: I think I the Spider know. Verse book is going to let us know because the the, the the end of the Spider yeah. Verse is the thing they're teasing. I think we'll find out uh, that they just released that new number one. Uh, so we'll talk about that in the next time. But um, I, I think that might have something to do with this. There's something you said that I think you really hit the nail on the head. You said it's 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 modern meets classic. Like to me, this feels very Lee Ditko meets Dan Slott. Like yeah. it, it takes the yeah. best of both sure. of those worlds Absolutely. and combines into one. Cause while I love what Lee and Ditko did back in the day, what slot did, didn't really kind of impress me, but this does. And I feel like he kind of took some of the ideas yeah. that people like from each, each of those runs and he put them together. And I, uh, I, I appreciate that. You know, it seems like Wells has been reading uh, along with the rest of us and he's kind of picking picking out his, the best of and putting it all into his story.
1: Well
2: said. Listen, I dig it. I I think I told you, Pete. We were talking. I said right now, I'm just not digging a lot of stuff I'm reading. I'm really bored. But but these this stuff right now is on both sides. On both sides, yeah. This to me is the stuff that I'm enjoying. The Spider Man stuff is the best. You know, I've got to catch up on Batman a little bit, but I'm a little bit fatigued with 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 my other favorite guy. There, I just and we're not going to turn this into a Batman show, but it's refreshing to have Spider Man kind of pop up to my number one anticipated read mm. if you will Yeah,
0: spider Man. I, I, i'm kind of with you i'm actually i'm actually kind of digging the marvel books a little bit more than the, mm.
2: than
0: the dc books at the moment um spider-man sticks out fantastic four sticks out i know they're, they're they're starting that over with a new number one but i appreciate those 48 issues they just did i'm actually really liking kate's uh hulk run i know i'm in the minority there but i think it's i think it's just so bonkers that i'm having a lot of fun with it um so yeah, I I, I kind of I think uh we're kind of at a little bit of a crossroads with brands. I I think I feel like a little bit of a traitor here, but mm. uh, I do want to ask you with Mary Jane now married and with a couple kids, do you think that black cat is going to, you know, like Nico said, he, she he got the kiss at the what, end of issue 6. Is, is she
2: married though? I I'm I don't know. I don't I remember.
0: F- I I don't remember. I don't
2: know if they specifically say that. I Oh, Mary I,
0: Jane or Black Cat?
2: No, Mary Jane. I thought they
0: were. I thought they were. Together. You think so? I don't that. know. I
2: think that it's Paul, right? Engaged. Paul. I think Paul's just a placeholder right now. I yeah, think I he was. Paul. I think he was a rebound. He was on whatever happened. Pete, he was a nice guy in the rebound. I don't think. I the kids, kids called
0: her mom. So, at well, one point, they tried to trick us. At, at, I think it's I hit. think it's
2: a little comic book trickery there. I don't I don't believe that they're her uh, biological kids. Because, I don't know. All I know is I'm not.
0: They they they've say they I believe they've stated that they're not and somewhere in the story. Yeah,
2: I mean I'm just fascinated by that story, and I'm fascinated, of course, by where he's at to find out what happened. So I'd be down for a black
1: cat romance myself. I, I'm you. I'm sure. with you, Pete. I would not mind a him him uh, rocking with black hat again for a while.
0: I love Um, those issues where they're just, you know, doing a a little romantic rendezvous.
2: Yeah, uh, I love it. Rooftop. Very very bad cat, dude. Very rooftop rooftop romances. Yes, that's a rooftop romance. I love rooftop romance. We should should say hashtag rooftop romance. Hashtag rooftop romance. (laughs) (laughs) It's always good, man.
0: Oh, what a tangled web (laughs) we (laughs) weave.
2: All I know is I'm in it emotionally. Uh, That's all yeah, I'm going to tell you, man, there's a cool, poem. I love the chase. And I love, I love lovers that are separated, Pete. It just makes for good story, man. And whether you're, you're, you're watching a, big a rom-com movie, guy, huh? I, well, not really. I like more than, I, I just like the stories of it. I, I love as I've been reading them. Spider-Man it's always, it's always so great, you know, like Nick's other idea is good too. When they eventually get together, maybe it is time for them to have a kid that's, and do that that is the other uh, renew other your thing vows that's do. out there if you want to yep. if you
0: if you want to make that version of spider and i, I mean think that's really great do action. it
2: that's not continuity right that's just kind no, of a, that's a what if and some what if right okay
0: but uh, I, you know i think they did like three volumes of that i thought it was brilliant mm. i loved it
2: i gotta check that out i have yeah
0: i gotta definitely uh mary james spider and uh so uh may uh, i think was, i believe the kid's name is may mayday or yeah so, uh, I think it was, mayday it's not spider girl but uh Made that part, what do they here. call her? Spinner, Spiderling, Spider right? spin like I
2: thought it was Spinat. they got the figures okay. coming out. Did you see that two pack? I saw the two pack, <laughs> yeah. It's pretty intriguing, but it it's, is. How those
0: prices aren't intriguing. Boy, no, no, they,
2: they no. got, oh, some, yeah,
1: they got, I some some prefer the
2: McFarland prices, yeah. Hey, by the way, just, to, just, I mean, real quick, I saw they announced that third uh, is it Mayfex Spider Man? We were talking about it, the, the Tom Holland one. Mm-hmm. We know they. We announced the Toby one, and then they announced the Andrew Garfield one.
0: So they have all I, they, I still I can't, can't know get an answer.
2: Yeah, I can't get an answer if they have Tom Holland's likeness. If they have the head sculpt, I've oh, I've man. asked a couple people and no one's gotten back to me because. I, but the I other want- two are maskless. Yeah, there's two. You got alternate uh, heads. They gotta have his likeness.
0: Ha- they they had they had to have yeah. had it for the previous
2: movies. I can't believe with the success of that movie that it's taken so, so long. I, I
1: know it's
0: weird. Uh, you, know. you know who who's making that figure?
2: I think it's Mafex right?
0: Is it? I thought it was SH.
2: Oh SH Figure Arts. That's okay. so what it is. Yes.
0: You know, the only time that those guys ever seemed to be on point with figures was for BVS. Okay. And Justice League. Like it, it seemed like those yeah. figures were out and ready when the movie came out to buy, and everything else has been delayed since. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if if it's that uh that 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 bottleneck in the in the shipping department that everyone's been talking sure. about politically or whatnot cuz you know those figures do come from overseas
2: i was i was disappointed that the legend figures didn't have the swappable heads i, I don't know why they couldn't I, i'm confused cuz paul says the three the window right we go out but, of the box now pardon me
0: there's no more window
2: box no there's no more window i'm going to show you we just got yeah. this year
0: yeah, yeah i've seen it in the stores box. it seems a little weird i right. i don't know if they're trying to prevent people from stealing stuff or what
2: i think it's plastic every plastic's at a at a commo- it's a commodity now you know yeah. it's it's the, like you just funny thing you just talked about su- to be cheap you talked about supply chain issues and yeah like that you know right there's you know the
0: reason yeah. why uh they make the headlights are now plastic is because yeah. plastic was cheaper. we'll have
2: to do a youtube one we'll day with the figures been, yeah,
0: Pete. yeah we're be, gonna be have fun. to do that that'd be fun um Let's uh let's let's get it let's get into the latest movie here. We we haven't been together in a while. I want to talk about Morbius, mostly because Nico likes it for some reason and I think it's an utter abomination of a film. <laughs> I'd love to hear your perspectives on this. We haven't talked about it at all, so I'd love to hear what you guys think.
2: Well, let me go first because I'm more in your camp. Um I I don't think it's quite as bad, maybe as you do. Because I think I have some hopes in seeing the character again. I thought he looked cool as Morbius. I think
0: yes.
2: after watching Werewolf by Night, which you'll soon watch at some point, and knowing even though Blade is delayed, but, but knowing that the MCU is going to expand upon this monster-verse that they have.
1: Because
2: yeah, I've, I've read the director in the, the Michael Giaconino, and of course the writer saying that these monsters have been in the shadows, in the background for a long time and they're now going to come to the forefront like Mm. you're going to see what man thinks so i i just want to see him again the movie itself to me was somewhat entertaining but have i ever watched it again no will i ever watch it again in its entirety probably not it was it was forgettable much of it was forgettable and as much as i love matt smith and matt smith in the um house of dragon I, I did cringe at that over-the-top villainous performance. Is that, that's his. his buddy
0: with the same illness?
2: Yes, yes, yeah, yes. And I thought, and I thought the the credit scenes were horrible. Nick argues with me, but That's not I even thought, the credit
0: scene that was teased.
2: I, I, I just thought Keaton, I, I respect Keaton, but I, I thought he was bad in it. I, I thought everything was bad. I, I It just didn't play for me well. I'm looking to see Morbius again as part of a team. No more just Michael Morbius, though.
0: I want to hear Pete go. Here, um, one thing, I'm going to give Zeddy a lot of credit here. He pointed this out to me. There's a scene where they mimic Batman Begins from when he walks in with the bats and they, the, like, bats. Him. Yep. And the yeah. music. I was like, oh, yeah. wow, this does sound a lot like Batman Begins. So sure. I thought that was very weird. I did not like uh, Tyrese's partner. He looked like Eugene Levy from American Pie. Sure. He, he was not funny. It's what happened stupid. to the cybernetic arm that Tyrese had throughout all the, the commercials? um the original uh editing where ending where um you know vulture meets uh morbius he says hey doc we gotta talk you know i thought that was much better in the trailer than it was yeah. in i just the end credit scene makes no sense to me like all so all of a sudden adrian tombs gets teleported who else got tell that means other people got teleported to a different world it's okay. like no one knew who he was it's okay and, if Morbius <laughs> is out being wanted by the police, why is he running around in a sports car convertible?
2: Because it's cool. He looks cool.
0: You know, yeah, like I get cool. he wants the wind in his hair. But it's Jared. Ger-
2: when- I call him Jared Leto. Yeah, Littow. he's our <laughs> guy, then, man. When,
0: when then when the vulture flies down he's like, We got to get Spider-Man. And Morbius is like, All right. I'm like, he doesn't even know who Spider-Man is. I know. <laughs> hey, like, there's there's a solid like 15-20 minutes of that movie that got the chop block. A lot of it was reshot. I, th- I think they butchered themselves in there. I liked what Morbius was doing in terms of like the fake blood. I thought that yeah. was cool. Sure. But it, it felt it did feel very predictable. I wasn't with the villain. I knew Morbius didn't kill that chick in the hallway. Like, yeah. it, I think there's a better version of that movie out there somewhere, man.
1: I don't deny that. And I do not necessarily like the film. I just don't think it's as bad as people are saying. I, I, I will give this. I'm I'm a big Matt Smith fan. So like I loved his over-the-top, just deliciously evil cartoonish performance. I thought it was so it, it was fun. Um, I thought the third act is kind of dope with the bats. I thought when he's using all the bats at the end, I think that's a pretty cool scene. Um, I I will admit, as much as the post-credit scenes don't make sense and they kind of suck. I'm I'm just defending the idea that hey we're we're building to a 6 that's all I care about even though it doesn't make sense. We are building to the 6. I thought I cared a little bit about Michael as a character. Um but other than that, yeah, the movie's it's 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 okay. I definitely think it is what a lot of people say it is like uh one of the like more earlier 2000s comic book films. I do agree that the movie should have and could have been significantly better and actually a good movie um i do agree with you that i would like to see him again maybe do the midnight suns thing i think that would be cool i would I'm like to see you. him with spider-man yeah. um yeah i, I think yeah, it's a shame i haven't went back to watch it again i, I it's think telling as well
2: i agree with pete i think there, there's a better movie in there and i think that who knows if the no way home multiverse stuff just it got to be too much with, with reshooting and rewrites and all that stuff. There's a better movie there. Having said that, I, I do care enough about Morbius and Leto's performance. that I do think he could be cool going the forward. The vampire really stuff do. looked
0: good. The action stuff yeah. was good. Like when he what first I, gets the, that transformation, that, 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 yeah. it's, and it's very, and it's very faithful. It's very comic accurate. It uh, that, is that whole ship experience. Like, I I can't take that away from them. And it was brutal as all hell. And I appreciate that. It's just, I felt the same way about this movie that I felt about, let there be carnage. I was like, man, you guys cut out a lot of story that really, I think could have helped here. Sure. And I I think Venom would have been a little bit more serviceable than Vulture. But I think because, because you tease Vulture in the trailer, you're stuck
1: with using the Vulture. Yeah. If it's
0: don't tease me the end credit scene in the trailer because as we know from other movies you know those, those are the things that are expendable and can change
2: yeah you think they know what they're doing right now with all this or you think it's uh, still I know. it's I still mean, like Sony's is st-
1: totally throwing it at the wall right now <laughs> they, they are because when we talk about madam Web, but,
2: but but again you know if he's got spidey in like you know he's got a plan for him in spite well, of for Sony.
1: him in in his movies Yeah, I understand. understand So, when you see what
2: would happen with No Way Home, there's got to be a a sacred like, like caring of this character. Like, you're not, I don't see, I don't
1: know. Oh, I I, I think you're
0: looking at like, I think you're talking about like two parents who are divorced. Yeah. Whenever they have their kid, they can do whatever they want. You know, (laughs) know I think think Feige's going to use
1: him a lot in the upcoming films, but I don't necessarily i I think on the sony and they're just going to keep throwing out these crazy ideas i'm with you and sony is almost very like i
0: feel very i believe it's paramount and transformers they're like all right what's the next one
1: yeah i think just roll it out like an assembly line turning
0: them out like because they've got to make movies and and this is their superhero corner like this is all they got So they're going to, they're not going to stop making superhero movies. That's why they're doing all these one-off villain movies, you know? And And the next one,
1: Craven and Madam Web are perfect examples. And besides, you know, this Sony had a pretty good year with some of their other films. So they have money. So they're going to keep throwing money at these movies. But, but that just goes to say, like, I know you bring up the foggy and the no way home thing, but we're, we're literally getting a Craven, the Hunter and a Madam Web film. That no, I know that. I, I I understand that. I, and they freaking uh will talk about it. But we're getting an El Muerto film too. It's it's interesting to me
0: that they can take the, the character that Feige brought in in Vulture into their movie. Like, is there like I, I'm I, I don't that know the legalities, window, and right? I don't know the rights. And it's and it's it's that guy. It's Keaton. So it's it's the it's the homecoming Vulture. It's not like they recast the role, right? So I'm just I'm curious. I don't know. Like, I know a lot of people want to get on Warner Brothers and like the- Warner Brothers is a mess. I think Warner Brothers has got their stuff way more together <laughs> than Sony does. I think I feel like so. I feel like Warner Brothers is at least trying, and I, I don't know if Sony's actually doing that.
1: They're just trying to make money. <laughs> Sony's just trying to that's the
0: end game. Sony, do, yeah.
2: do you guys feel then like so? You think like. Like Feige still could control Craven and Madam Webb, but do you think they just went to him and said, Let us do this?
0: I don't think he, he has any control over them.
2: You right? don't think he has uh, any control. So he's he can't even no. stop those then from I don't him, think no. he
0: has any control over Spider-Man except mm. for when Spider Man's in the MCU is in
2: his hands. That's yeah. fair. That's probably a fair art. Yeah. I
0: feel like essentially he he he's leased Spider Man for
1: like five movies. Yeah, yeah. he gets him on a lease.
2: Well, you know, we we should I know you want to talk about uh I'd like to talk about Craven because I know we're Please. concerned about it, you know?
0: Yeah. But I mean,
2: it's it. funny because I was reading some of the latest articles on it, and I'm looking at that cast and I'm like, it's a pretty quality cast.
0: Well, both Outside, of them, even the Madam Webb movies, yeah. I mean,
2: cast. right, and we'll There's get right. a lot of people so and, and, yeah. you know, I was I was making fun of Aaron Taylor Johnson and stuff, but when you look at, you know, Ariana DeBose, Russell Crowe. Now you've got Alessandro uh, Nivola in there from the Saints of Newark. You know he played. Uh, he played. Uh, he he played, played uh, uh, yeah, and I thought he was fantastic in there. And, I was, yeah. and his role has not been revealed yet. What I've been impressed a little bit about going from being making fun of Craven to being a, to being a little bit more, I guess, looking forward to it is the fact that it it's pretty much a grounded movie. And they said they really didn't film in front of the green screen at all.
0: No green screens at no, all. No, and, and I
2: and I and I am fascinated, of. right? Because
0: even Nolan uses green screens.
2: Yeah, and yeah. it's like it, it's it's fascinating to me to hear now some of the actors and actresses talk about it. And I don't think like I'm hoping, but everything that I'm hearing and reading and, and the quality i think this is going to be better than morbius i mean you guys uh, I mean, you guys I, have a little
1: hope for that or not they I mean, put a lot into it which yeah like when you look into a double take and look at that cast you're like man a lot of these quality people sign up for this movie yeah and um, the cast is better than the cast of morbius like, yes yeah, oh, by yes, far. yes yes and even though conceptually we talked about it the whole like him being you know kind of the opposite of the, of the character of craven the hunter being like an activist and everything um to have like the chameleon in it and there's you know in this
2: unknown or the foreigners rumored to be in well, it the I, yeah.
1: I think nivola is is the chameleon
0: because he said in an interview recently with the hollywood reporter he's like it's pretty grounded but i don't transform until the very end of the movie yes to me that's that's the key right there that word oh, and okay. we know that their stepbrothers chameleon uh, is it brothers, half-brothers they related.
1: I think they're half brothers. Half Man, brothers? I
2: should I should know that. I'm sorry, I don't. But, but I, I, well, it's, I think. It's such an I Thought they were brothers.
0: Factor. They are related. Right. So, right. and it's it's interesting. We know there's a the connection between Chameleon and Craven there. So that word "transform" really piqued my interest. I'm like, okay, because you know, I mean, I've been dying to get some good Chameleon. I would
1: love. Oh, dude! Uh, on I the big Chameleon screen could yes. be a
0: tremendous Spider-Man villain. In, in in a movie the fact that he could change and become whoever and and whatever is is fascinating to me I think that's such an un, like oh man like a, such an untouched resource in comic book movies like the fact that you could mimic your your the hero or the villain and get away you know that that's fascinating to me
2: He's the half brother, Pete. Half brother. His half brother. Okay, yeah. I, I knew you there were was right. some
0: relation. So fairs. I knew I,
2: I th- actually thought they were brothers, but we'll just—I just, we, just want to make sure here. Here at the Italian Coalition, we try to get our Spidey facts right. Yeah, we try to get the. Facts. I don't want to mislead anybody, or.
0: But you know, and we talk about it, that movie's actually gotten shipped There's been a couple shifts in. Release yes,
2: it's coming out a little earlier, right? Yeah, Craven. Uh, it, I think movie. it's coming out in October instead of January.
0: October 6th instead of January. And, and uh, then Madam, Madam Web, Web got
2: pushed back, right.
0: From February so uh, to October 6th. So Madam Web right. will get the Craven release date. And we talked about that. And what's really interesting is that that movie scene, like there's been some, some uh, news that's uh, come out. They're looking for cars from the year 2003. So I'm wondering like how much of a, I, I guess you
2: can call that a period piece. It's, Right. I mean, it is a couple of years ago, <laughs> you know, again, I'm looking at this cast and I'm starting like you, Pete, starting to read a little bit of the behind the scenes and Emma Roberts. And I, I, again, I, I just, we, Sony. I know, I know we were bashing Sony a little bit here because of Morbius. And I just have like a, a real
1: positive feeling here. Like well, they have every these,
0: big name female actress in Hollywood, yes, is,
1: and they all want to be and they all want to be in it, you know. I, I mean, to get Sweeney, yes, from Euphoria's big tag, and you, you know. got Adam Scott, and who's, yeah. who's really
2: risen, he, he's been big, but he he's just got an Emmy right. nomination, exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, here's my thing about, you have the Green
2: Lantern in there, Mike Epps, who was rumored yeah, one time, yeah, right?
1: Rumored. Mike no, Epps was, was he rumored one time
2: for For John Stewart, wasn't it? John Stewart, I think he was rumored at one
1: time, no, I thought it was Tyrese.
2: It
0: was definitely it was My Evans is a terry's. comedian. I mean, not that he can't do
1: it, but then it gives me visions of like, oh, remember when they said Jack? A God, funny, a funny anyway? So here's my thing with Madam Webb is I've been telling you like the potential of it, especially with, you know, the, the, with Dakota Johnson probably being Julia Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I still don't even know if that's confirmed yet. I, I know you're not a set photo guy. I'm not. What you, um, well, but you, should you say this now? They're no, but their their clothes look a little dated too. Like we we might be. Like I remember specifically, they're looking for a
0: 2003. I think it's Viper.
1: Yeah, and there's even like posters. They were they were also trying to set up posters. Of Are you talking
2: about Toby? Is that what you're songs saying? No.
1: and like musical artists that were big like at that time. Yeah. So I do think you're right, Pete. I think because of the potential of, of what we know that Madam Web could do, we might n- not, this might not just be a period piece. Like we might be jumping different timelines, timeline, it, it is eras. the origin
0: story. They have released that much. There. Um, it, is, it is the origin of Madam Web. So. Okay. They're
1: also this actor, his name's Tahir Rahim has been spotted. He got a golden globe nomination a few years ago. He is also just added to the cast. And there's rumors about who he's playing. Who could he um, be? There's rumors he's playing Ezekiel from Ooh, the wow. from um wow. the from the early JMS stuff.
2: Yeah, wow, that's a, so, that's a big
0: pull, Ezekiel. That's
1: a so it things so are tricky
0: I, when Ezekiel pops Wow.
2: That's crazy! It's, it's, I'll tell so you what that is. I didn't know that
1: Ezekiel. They're they're saying yeah that he might be Ezekiel. So we might be really deep into the. Lore. I know we joked. Remember when we yeah. joked like, "Wow, is this a movie? Like, are we really starting to get like to the multiverse? Yeah, multiverse like some spider. of these spider characters. Mm-hmm. If it's true that there might be Ezekiel in here, then we're then we're even going to the going to that crazy stuff about his origin. Yeah. And, you know, with the, uh, like that early JMS stuff of like, oh, did his powers actually come from, you know, was it was it predetermined? Was it, was it always Spider meant to be? Spider totems and all that. You're Spider totem, yeah. If ben, Riley, hey, of-
2: if ben Riley and Kane show up, well you know that right that too, would from be, the clone that <laughs> would be
0: I would love nothing more than a clone saga to be honest. Oh my god. That would be great. but but if you think about the potential of a clone saga movie, you're talking you got the Jackal in there who's oh never god. seen before. Right. You know, you, you got Gwen Professor Station, Warren. You know, yeah, uh, you are involving Norman, uh which which is a hurdle yeah. for the MCU considering he doesn't exist. So it it'd be very interesting to see how they play that out. Um
2: you know my fantasy is though, right? You watch the you watching the movie, right? Mm-hmm. And you know how it ends, like with the credit scene where you have the two Peters.
0: That
1: would be great. And it's
2: like I'm you, and who are you? Yeah. And then you're like, did I just watch
1: Ben Ryan for this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it can, you know that that was that could be groundbreaking
2: moment. in this genre like of stuff that we haven't seen before right
0: yeah i mean is yeah. tom holland the true spider-man or, or right that, that peter the real spider-man or is What
2: are we watching the real one or have yeah. we been watching the real one or, or what's you know, going that, on That you know.
0: that's still a debate that uh goes on forever amongst spider-man fans who is it sure
2: does Spider-Man. man it um, sure does
0: last bit of news uh bad bunny <laughs>
2: oh, dude, oh, his Elmerto
0: has found a director in uh, uh, Jonas Cure. I can't pronounce his name, Cur- Curon. Uh, I apologize, but uh, he
2: <laughs> El Murto.
0: yeah, he is directing El Mur- Elmerto. Um, El Murto. I don't know anything about this character. I, no, know I don't know anything,
2: yeah. I uh, don't this either. this movie
0: has no buzz for me. Um, if I see a no. trailer and I dig it, I don't know what he has to do with Spider Man. So this isn't something I I'm not. He
2: inspired him, right?
1: I don't. I I, I I I don't even know. Right? I don't know All, where this comes from. As a
2: wrestler, is that what it was? I, or, dude, I you don't know?
1: know. All I know is, I didn't know. I didn't realize how huge Bad Bunny is. Oh, he's he's enormous. Well, yeah, like guys selling out like Soldier Field here, like that's crazy. Okay. I've sold, I'm, like, I've worked a few Bad Bunny
0: concerts. Um and Oh, really? He's big. He sells out everywhere. So,
1: well, maybe this is good for his fans. They'll come see the movie and we'll get, uh, but yeah, like, I just don't even know like what this movie could be about. Like it, it, on one hand, I, I'm, I'm not excited at all, but no, I have people who are, and if you are, go ahead. That's amazing. On the other hand though, it's such an, like, I got to respect it because even though, yeah, like Sony's nuts, like, there must have been something pretty inspired that they were able to, like, make this movie and to get Bad Bunny to do it. You know?
0: Yeah, why I this character?
1: Know. I don't why know. Why did you but,
0: I'm very curious.
2: But I do think they're... I'm just going to go along the premise of saying, I do think when I asked you guys this question before, and I know, Pete, you said they're throwing it, I do think there's a method to their madness. Uh, let's hope. And that's, and that's what I'm relying on right now because I, I have a lot of renewed enthusiasm and confidence for Craven and Madam Web. So I'm not going to shoot down this movie, even though I don't have any interest for it because I'll, I'll wait. And like you said, Pete, let's wait till the story comes together. We see a trailer and yeah, I mean, maybe I, it's going to be important. Maybe, maybe there's something relatable in this thing that, that leads to something else. You know,
0: I can't, I can't shoot on the movie until I see it. Me you know, too. This thing could be, I want to, to stop way. doing
2: that. I, I've been guilty of that in the past, you know, like when, DC when Warner Brothers announced Wonder Twins and stuff, I was like, oh I God, who wants to see that? And then obviously really? the poor project got canceled. So I think I are getting- Eric
0: was excited for that movie or that show. Well, we're getting <laughs> a, you <laughs> know Wonder Twins. I was we're like, we're
2: getting a lot of stuff. And I, I'm just gonna try to be a little bit more open and but I'll be honest and say I'm not interested in something, but I'm not I'm not here ever yeah. to really tell them not to do stuff anymore right yeah, listen I make mean, it all you know we're getting a lot of stuff so
0: we, we've got a lot especially from the main heroes i think everyone except for superman uh yeah ironically <laughs> and has hopefully gotten, that'll change they're, they're due but you know marvel you know they they do some deep pulls we've got a she-hulk show uh captain marvel's got a movie ms yeah. marvel has a tv show you know um dc's got a titan show i mean you know they are doing some stuff they're doing some u- unique things there's characters that we probably didn't think we'd ever see like oh, Adam, me, Black Adam, Adam who are getting a movie Yeah, Black um, like Adam Madam Web without Spider-Man that's interesting it, you know I it's an embarrassment of riches to be honest with you and uh you know I can't really complain about this stuff until I'm not going to complain until you give me something I can complain about yeah. which is give me a bad movie at, like Morbius <laughs> <I'll complain laughs> about it but uh you know I'm just I'm just happy to be here and just to yeah. soak it all in, you know? Like Me too. There was a time when all I had was Batman with Michael Keaton and Val Kilmer and George Clooney and and uh, Christopher Reeve Superman, you know? Like That's it. I yeah. remember Absolutely. those and then X-Men came and Spider-Man came and even the bad ones like Daredevil and yep. Punisher War Zone, you know, like even that stuff like as long as they're as long as they keep trying i'm I'm gonna be in the theater to see it so I'll, I will yeah, support that beautifully stuff. said man but uh the last bit of news I want to talk about is uh Ned Leeds Jacob <laughs> butlone um he's lost a lot of weight he's been talking great. out of both sides of his mouth yeah he's been doing Instagrams with hobgoblin figures and then he says you know the actors don't know what's going on. so I'm curious do you guys think there's anything to this you know, There's a lot of rumors of certain characters coming back in other franchises. Can you see Ned Leeds evolving into a Hobgoblin somewhere down the line? Is that something you want to see?
2: I'm going to say yes and yes. I I think it can happen. I know he's been saying no recently and that they have no idea what's going on or whatnot. But look, in the long history of Spider-Man, that's what happens. I mean, friends of his become villains and it's all connected. So I (laughs) certainly wouldn't be shocked and I would really like to see, obviously, the Hobgoblin in live action. I mean, he's always been one of my favorite villains. All the different versions of him, I even liked the demon version of him when when he wasn't when he wasn't human. So yeah,
1: that was wild. Yeah,
2: so I dig it. I don't know. For me, I'm in.
1: Listen, listen. For me, yes, I I would love, I would love to see something Hobgoblin. For me, it's funny because you know, sometimes the actors are being coy, or sometimes they're serious, or sometimes they don't like these questions, but he does he has been trolling with the he has been. with the hobgoblin stuff. He spends I'll all say, summer basically teasing us about all him. summer. Yeah. I will say this. I don't like the idea. I mean, on paper. I would like to see their relationship. Can like be fixed, you know, MJ and Peter and Peter and Ned. Um, I don't necessarily want what happened at the end of No Way Home to be final. I think it would be weird if we never got Zendaya and Jacob again. I think that would be it would be quite the choice, but it might take a while to get but back. But it to might take it, a while to get back. There might yeah. have to be something
2: that happens,
1: and that could very well be the thing that get gets back, back. back is the hobgoblin stuff. Um, it could be a good story. I just don't know. I think it would be cooler if you did the hobgoblin story, much like the source material, where it's like, "Who is it?" Yeah, and there's a lot I of agree. different things that you can tease sure. instead of it being, you know, so cut and dry mm-hmm. of trying to have it be Ned. Um, you you don't think he hooks up with Vincent afriel That will recruit some cool. I mean, I'm just
2: kidding. All How really would he cool. get Ned leads? <laughs> He's like.
0: like I think it would be really interesting to have a villain that Peter Parker has a connection to, but the villain can't remember. Like
1: yeah. you know, like it would it would
0: it was done one way in Spider-Man three where Peter remembers who Harry is, but Harry doesn't remember anything right. at all. But to have Ned Leeds do it as the villain and then maybe Peter's still pulling his punches because Peter still remembers Ned Leeds, but Ned yeah. Leeds doesn't yeah. remember it. That could be a very fascinating story to me. Um, that's not a bad. But I wonder thing. what thought. would turn Ned. You know, like well I'm here, but that's
2: serious. that's the great thing, right? Like right now, as we sit here, how in the world could he even get there? I don't yeah. know, the Mephisto. No,
1: I'm the just Mephisto. kidding. <laughs> Mephisto.
2: Did you hear about Mephisto? Everything always
0: comes back to Norman, right? Like you know,
2: the rumor. What? What? They, there was a rumor that someone's going to be cast as Mephisto. Is I it forgot Mephisto it was... or
0: Mephisto? What? How do you pronounce
2: Mephisto, it? Mephisto. Mephisto. Oh, it was it's big. The problem with
0: comic books, you don't Mephist- know how to anything.
2: Wait, I, I got to look this up here. I, I I think we're all
1: saying it wrong. Mephisto. I,
0: <laughs> I couldn't pronounce Hippolyta until Wonder Woman 2017. I had no idea how to say it. Oh, same. Hippolyta, uh, I, I think I, Hippolyta.
1: Hippolyta. 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 <laughs> That's how I said it. Hippolyta. I was like, "Well, Wonder Woman's
2: mom, Hippolyta." Hippolyta, yeah. By the I'm way, not- how do you guys feel about Harrison Ford? Oh, Sasha Baron Cohen is the rumor to play Mephisto. That's
0: interesting. In
2: Iron, in Iron Heart. Why an Iron Heart?
0: Well, they got to get somebody to watch the show While they're stuck. <laughs>
2: yeah, they <gotta> get- <laughs> He's right. And then, what do you guys feel about Harrison Ford? Like, is he really it's- need to check? Like, I'm almost like disrespecting oh. Harrison. Oh, Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah. I don't-
0: I, I just know. can't believe
2: he's doing it. You know, he's I so can
0: because I feel like he's so he's been talking so passionately about Indiana Jones 5. I yeah. think that kind of lit a fire in him.
1: Yeah. Anything you know? but Star Wars. I get so.
2: mad at him though, because he just Wars like anymore, him. does
1: he? He hates Han Solo. He hates I won't Star swear West. here.
2: Did you hear though? Like somebody asked him about the multiverse, and he goes, What the F is the multiverse?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's to be honest, some of these guys, and I think Keaton's one of them. He's like, okay, yeah, this sounds like a project I can do, but he doesn't care about anything else that comes before or after that.
1: Yeah.
2: The other great thing too is I think it's was John Carpenter or somebody was asking him about A twenty four Elevated Horror and he's like, what the hell is that? I don't know what you're talking about. Dude, he has legendary quotes like these. these Like these really, these (laughs) like you said, these critics. Pete, they're trying to be outsmart Some of these old guys.
1: No, but they also try to like people fish to get him to talk about Star Wars, and he's always so cold. Really, like, yeah. like there's two interviews. Like, would you ever be opposed to coming back as a Force Ghost? And he goes, I don't know what the f of Force Ghost is. And then someone goes, Who shot first, Han or Greedo? And he just said, I don't care. I don't care, man.
0: I, it, you know, he's just. I love him. It was. I thought. Like, I think I saw a clip of John Carpenter. Uh, recently, at, like some convention, and someone was like, someone said something about Halloween three, and his response was just "f you."
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, he's earned that right. He doesn't. He has know,
2: earned that right. They
0: come to him to make movies. He's not shopping his movies anymore." Right. So, yeah. That's fine. I, hey, look, this was a blast. We oh got, my god. You this, you know, I don't know.
2: Freaking so much fun, dude.
0: We shouldn't wait seven months anymore.
2: We're, we're not. No, going no to we're, we're gonna, gonna be
1: soon a, It's always electric when the we're gonna. To we're talking.
2: gonna. We gotta follow up with some hobgoblin stuff on the next one. Yes, time.
0: yes. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Hobgoblin. Uh, we could talk about it, uh, you
2: know the new the new uh Spider Man one. New yeah. Spider
0: Man One came out. Which you said was, stuff. You said it was pretty good, Pete a little I'll preview. tell you what, guys, I had a lot more fun with that book than I thought I would.
2: Good. Okay, Because
0: okay. I started reading the 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 uh the tie-ins and they kind of lost me a little bit. Mm. But I was really into the main title. Uh I know Chris Evans was a little lost, but I think he did some Googling. I think he caught it real fast. Because okay. <laughs> it, it digs deep into some history there, and uh, I appreciate that stuff. And you know, it was it, it, there's some cool twists there. And I was like, "Ooh, you guys got me!" Like, you know, I've kind of been spider versed out for a little bit. You're know, not gonna lie. Like, mm. I, I I don't. I hope this doesn't affect the way I, I look at that movie because I love the first one. But you know, it's I'm like, man, like, can we just let something rest for a little bit? Does sure. everybody yeah. have to be like, "All right, this is hot. We got to strike." Mm-hmm. Um. So there's that. But uh, yeah, you know, we'll get together. We'll talk some shop.
2: Sounds good, uh, You
0: know, even uh and you know, I hear Gwen Stacy has made a, a return in Amazing Ten. So yeah, that oh, is no. uh, really oh, yeah. a lot to talk about. Oh you know? yeah, Uh-oh. there's a lot to, there's a lot to talk about with Uh-oh. that issue. So when Nico catches up, damn. When, right. when he's not too busy spoiling you know tv shows that came out uh, hours. am i still blocked by you or no? yeah. i unmuted you that, okay, unmuted okay, right. of, i was <laughs> muted <laughs> i'm at work and i'm like this show hasn't been out for eight hours and you retweeting yeah. scenes <laughs>
2: <laughs> whole scenes He's so quick on the draw, Pete. My apologies. He's like, so was, quick.
0: You know what? Like I can't. For like, attention. He just wants Adam attention, Pete. It's just no, attention.
2: I was just Listen putting my me.
1: thoughts out there, gentlemen. How many what?
2: likes, retweets? Wait. That's hey, all man. it's about. Man. I'll
0: tell you what, wait till you see Batflack in black. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this is great, man.
0: All right, boys, plug away. Yeah. Right. You can follow
2: me at N. Caruso Jr. on Twitter. And please follow our other show that we do with our good friend drummer Rob 10 Rob Meyer, RBTE Podcast, right between the eyes. We will be recording our favorite Halloween
1: themed kiss songs of the rock group Kiss coming up. Shout out to Kiss. Uh, you can follow me everywhere at Nico Caruso and at Nico Knows Film on TikTok. You can also follow The Vigilante, Vigilante. 1939. We made our return, took a few weeks off. That's our show that we do with our guy Zeddy, where we talk all things DC, Marvel, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, come, come, talk to us. Come hit us up. We love talking. Petey. Uh You can follow me on social media
0: at Pete Illustrated on Twitter, Instagram, and Zack Snyder's favorite platform, Bureau. I'm all over Batman on film. I got comic book yes. reviews. I've got. Uh, toy reviews on batman on film youtube so make sure you check that stuff out uh you can follow the other podcasts i co-host with the champion of long island eric holzman at straight out of gotham un- uh, at, actually at straight underscore o underscore g it's straight out of gotham um we're on instagram we're on twitter we have a facebook group and a facebook fan page these guys are in it i'm in it it's mm-hmm. a lot of good fun we have a lot of good discussion there and uh we cover everything there um let's see what else i got Team oval i'm over there yeah that's fun because you know apparently Ezra Miller cannot cancel The Flash. That movie's Not coming. coming back. It's, it's coming, <laughs> it's out. It's coming, coming back. out. It's coming back. The Oval's coming. The Oval's coming, the the old coming back. He's back. Um, and uh, we're going to find out what that big DC plan is that Daddy Bats wants to hear sure. about. So, That's so. You. <laughs> uh Once again, thank you for listening to the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast. Once again, we are a proud member of the Batman podcast network hosted by Batman on film. And remember, with great sauce comes great macaroni. Until next time.